0: the GOAT or the greatest of all time. It's pretty trendy nowadays to have a discussion about who the GOAT is in different sports. And of course, everybody has their own opinion. But is the TSP the GOAT of retirement plans? Well, there are some folks who think it is. So on today's show, we'll dig in and see if they fall short in any areas that really matter. Let's jump in. It's time for the My Retirement Clarity Podcast with Lee Perkins, financial planner and president of JL Perkins Wealth Management. Get ready for a good dose of inspiration, simplicity, implementation, and of course, clarity on how to successfully prepare for retirement and grow and preserve your wealth. Here's Ben George with Lee Perkins. Greetings and welcome into the My Retirement Clarity Podcast, as always. I'm your host, Lee Perkins. I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. So today's show pretty much comes from a conversation that I had with somebody recently about their retirement plan at work. And so this person initially reached out to us by ordering one of our diffused books on taxes, and then they wound up scheduling a, a call with me. So during that call... What I learned is that this person was a federal employee. Now, for those of y'all who don't know, uh, you don't know my my backstory. I, I used to work primarily in the federal market. I did a lot of federal benefits educational workshops all over the southeast, really here in Georgia and Florida and South Carolina. I think I even did some training up in the Washington, D.C. area, and, and of course, I spent a good amount of time training um, air traffic controllers and some tech ops folks out in Houston, Texas. So it was a lot of traveling. I enjoyed it at the time, but I am certainly glad I don't travel like that anymore. Um, let's just say I, I definitely don't want don't, don't want to do that again. So, but I say all that just to let you know that I've got a pretty extensive background in federal benefits. Now, if you are or if you you were a federal employee you know that you have access to to a retirement plan at work that is very similar to a 401k that most people have have access to now this is on top of your your federal pension of course and this is called the thrift savings plan or the TSP so for federal employees this is basically their their federal 401k it's been around a long time and and certainly it has evolved over that time but Is it the greatest investment platform out there? And I would tell you that there are a lot of people out there who say that it is. And and of course, that's going to be the topic today. And we'll talk a little bit more about that during the show today. So back to my conversation with with this federal employee. Now, this person was a FERS employee. And for those of you that, that don't know, there are mainly two types of federal employees. CSRS, and that's under the old system, and FURS employees. So this is kind of what the, what I guess what we call the newer system, even though it's been around, you know, 35 years or so. So of course these these two retirement systems have have certainly evolved over time, and there's some you know a couple of differences, uh, a couple of ver- different variations of each of them. But those differences, you know, they're sort of irrelevant for this conversation but each of these employees have access to the TSP. CSRS employees do not receive a match from the the government uh, from the TSP, but the the FERS employees do. So inside the TSP, participants have a couple of options. They can pick between five, I guess we could call them standard funds. This is the GFCS and I. And we won't go into what all of those funds are on this show. I might do that in another podcast. But anyway, so in addition to these funds, they've also got access to a couple of other what they call L funds or life cycle funds. And all this is is a predetermined allocation of the the GFCS&I. And so as you get closer to the date of that fund that fund is automatically going to become more conservative so it's nothing new it's it's simply a target date fund and pretty much any investment company out there they've got their own version of these Uh, vanguard schwab fidelity they all have a bunch of target date funds we rarely use these at our firm because i think there are much better investment choices out there so the options are, are very limited and, and the TSP knows this. So last year they created another option calling it the TSP mutual fund window. And so what this does, this allows folks to, to open a separate investment account inside of their TSP and then allow a third party vendor to, to give them access to a, a few other mutual funds. And so, of course, because it's a governmental plan, you know, there there are a lot of rules and, and that's certainly the case here. So so that's the TSP. They've got a really nice website, and you can, you can easily track fund performance. And, and most federal employees have been in the TSP for so long, they're extremely comfortable with it. They know it. They love it. And a lot of them think it's the greatest thing ever. So during our conversation, this guy asked me point blank why he should move his money from the thrift or the TSP over to our management in, into an IRA. So I turned the question back on him a little bit, because we had just spent 20, 25 minutes going over all of the things that we do for our clients. And during that conversation, he said, man, Lee, this is exactly the type of planning that my wife and I need. So I then asked him, why why wouldn't you move the money from the TSP? Well, he didn't really have a great answer for this other than the TSP has low fees and he's very comfortable with it. Now, these are two things that, that I can't argue with. There, there's not anybody that I can think of that's going to manage an account for cheaper than the TSP does. It, it's extremely cheap and you're going to find a hard time paying less wherever you go. So l- let me step back and talk a little bit about fees. One of the hurdles for anybody coming over from a 401k account, so so this is not just the TSP, but a, a 401k account at where wherever they work. One of the hurdles coming from there over to an IRA at a firm like ours is the fee. Now, I am a registered investment advisor, you know, we're we an RIA. So we, we are also a fiduciary, which I know that word gets tossed around a lot, but basically that means we've got a legally binding obligation to do what's right for our clients. So so we operate under a different standard than a lot of firms who operate under a suitability standard, and that's generally what your national warehouse firms operate under. So we also don't manage our own portfolios. My value to my clients is is not sitting in front of a computer, buying and selling stocks or trying to pick the best fund. We outsource that role, that job to a to a world class third party money manager or several of them actually. So if somebody on their team sick or they're on vacation or, or whatever, the portfolio still goes on without a hitch because they got a team of people working on it. So. You know, if you're working with an individual, just an individual advisor who's actually managing your portfolio and managing the portfolios of, of all of his clients and doing the buying and selling, what happens when they get sick? What, what's their backup plan? So, you know, that's why a long time ago, I chose not to go that route because I didn't want to be tied to a computer. So back to our fee a little bit. No, we're very transparent about what we charge. On our client statements, they will see a line item that says management fee, and that management fee is split between the custodian that we use, which is TD Ameritrade, which is soon to become Schwab because they merged about three years ago. So TD Ameritrade is the custodian, the money manager that, that runs the models and the portfolios. They also get a portion, and then our firm gets a portion. So that fee is listed very, very clearly on our statement. Everybody knows exactly what they pay, and we've got that Clients that pay us ten or twenty thousand dollars a year, and you know what? They don't care because they see the value, and they know that as they age, the choices they have and the decisions that they're going to face are more complex and are going to get more complex. And so, they want us to be there for them as they go through these different phases of retirement. Now, not all companies do this. There are some companies that that don't show their fees. Uh, they may have a statement fee or, or an admin fee of fifty or100 dollars or so. but I, I can promise you there's not anybody out there who's managing your your account and providing financial planning for100 dollars a year. It, it doesn't exist. Um, and, it, and if it's out there, I can tell you it's probably not very good, but I don't I don't think it exists. So many times people that have their accounts with somebody that's being charged fifty or hundred dollars, the advisor is getting paid from the funds that they sell, which may or may not be disclosed to you. So a lot of times, years ago, people would come into my my office with, with an Edward Jones statement. Um, and when I asked if they knew what they were paying, if they knew what their fees were, they would say, yeah, it's about $95 a year. And th- that was nothing but a, a statement fee. and And all they were seeing was that statement fee, and it's because the the real fees were embedded in the mutual funds that Edward Jones was selling them. They were getting big-time kickbacks from American funds to put all of their clients in various American fund mutual funds. And, and so that's why if somebody comes in and hands me an Edward Jones statement, I don't even have to open it up. I know exactly what they have. Now, Edward Jones got into some hot water several years ago, uh, and they're now required to disclose their relationship with, with American funds, but they're not alone. Some of the other big, big firms have, have similar arrangements as well. At, at my office, we don't have any arrangements with anybody. We, we don't get paid from any fund or any fund company. We work for our clients and not a mutual fund company. So if, if a money manager is not doing their job, we can fire them at any time. Hey folks, Lee Perkins here. If you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, you know how much I hate taxes, and I know you probably do too. Our politicians are completely out of control. Their spending is off the chart, and you've got to be prepared for increasing taxes in the future. So we've written a book called Diffuse, Seven Steps to Protecting Your 401k or IRA from the Ticking Tax Time Bomb. You're going to want to grab a copy of this book and learn how you can protect yourself. Then you'll have to decide if you want to take action right now or if you'd rather wait until the IRS changes the rules of the game. Either way, the choice is yours. To get a free copy of the book, just text the word diffuse to 478 475 2050. That's D E F U S E to 478 475 2050, and we'll send you a free copy. Thanks again for listening. Now back to the show. All right, so back to my conversation with a federal employee. So I asked him, just sort of as a follow-up, what all does a TSP do for for him other than just manage that account? Um, And and at first, I don't think he was really sure where I was going with this. He just said, you know, they, they just manage my money. So I asked him if they had sat down with him to help him determine where his income is going to come from in retirement, meaning where to draw from what source. And he said, no, they hadn't done that. And I asked him if they had discussed ways he could possibly minimize his lifetime tax burden by changing which tax bucket that they draw from or, or if they had discussed any type of conversion plan to a tax-free account. He said, no, they have not. So then I asked if they had discussed social security with he and his wife to sort of coordinate their benefits so they can get the the most enjoyment while they're young enough and healthy enough to enjoy it and of course he said nope they they don't do that either and then finally I asked him if the TSP had discussed with his wife what her financial situation is going to look like should he pass away before she does and he said well she's going to get a 50 percent survivor duty from his pension And so I asked if they'd done the work, he and his wife had done the work to know if this was going to be enough money. And he said he'd never really thought about that before. So I asked him if he thought that would be a conversation that his wife would be interested in. He said, absolutely. So by this point in the conversation, I I think he figured it out, or I know he figured it out. Although he knows he's, you know, he was pretty much paying nothing to have his money at the TSP, he also realized after our conversation or during the conversation that, that he wasn't getting any kind of planning advice whatsoever. So we had another meeting with, with both he and his wife, and, and and I'm thrilled to say they are coming aboard as clients and moving $1.3 million from the TSP over to our management. Now, he's still going to work another year or so, uh, and he's still going to contribute to the thrift, and he's still going to get the match. He's 61 years old, and of course, He's been eligible to move his TSP to an IRA since he was 59 and a half, but he he really didn't know that he had that option. So we helped him understand how the process works and he actually told me he wishes he would have would have done this earlier and, and that would have been great, but of course we can't go back and make that decision quicker, but it's, it's done now and we're, we're thrilled to have him as clients. So let me sort of wrap this up here. I, I would tell you that in my experience, most people eventually reach the point where they figure out that planning advice is critical. It's what's important. Some people just see the value at different times than other people. And, and candidly, there's some people that never make that move. I mean, I've met with people just like this person that, that couldn't make the move to come aboard as a client or, or for, not just for our firm, but for any firm simply because they like not paying anything to the TSP. And, and that's fine. They've got that right, and and everybody is motivated by different things. And and I'm never going to try to talk someone into moving their money from, from the TSP or from anywhere else if they don't want to or if they're not comfortable with it. Um, certainly, I can give them the pros and cons of the thrift uh, versus an IRA, and I've got a pretty good argument but I'm not going to force it on anybody because it's, it's their choice. So anyway, that's it for today. I hope this has been a helpful message for you and hope you have a wonderful week. Spend time with the people that you love doing the things that, that bring you joy in life, because life is absolutely too short to not have fun. So stay safe and we'll catch you next time. Lee Perkins here, and I want to thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you like our podcast, we would be honored if you would share the show with others. And one great way to do that is by posting the show to your social media pages or by just telling others about it. Either way, we would really appreciate it. And of course, if you do enjoy the show, we would appreciate it if you would give us a five-star review. And this certainly helps other people like you find our show. And if you want to learn a little more about our firm and how we help people have the best retirement they can possibly have, go check us out at www.myretirementclarity.com. There are a lot of great resources that you can access directly on the website. And of course, if you want to have a conversation with me, you can visit www.talkwithlee.com. And this will take you directly to my calendar. And there you can schedule a 15-minute phone call so I can learn a little bit more about your situation. Of course, everybody's not a great fit for our firm, but if I think we can add value and put you in a better situation, I'll let you know, and we can certainly talk about the next steps. So thanks again for tuning into the show, and we'll catch you next time. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.